You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from Turkey Town, USA, where turkeys are like people and they hunt people like turkeys. There's a baseball team, the Turkey Town Humans, and they're doing all right. Might not win the championship, but they. But if they do, we'll interview them here on Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hello, everybody. I am Brandon. And I guarantee... If they win the championships, it will be it'll be a miracle. But rest assured, I have an inside inside uh, connection that uh, we can we can we can get them on. We can get on at least uh, the the superstar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Darryl the humans Blueberry. are an underdog for sure. <laughs> the the humans are underdogs, but you never know. Uh, they 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 could they could see see a championship happen. So if that happens. Uh, you'll hear it here first on Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. So happy you're joining us for week six. Week six. Is yeah. it really six? It is six weeks into, we're already on the downhill of season five of Rick and Morty. Unbelievable. Can't Unbelievable. believe we've come so far and we haven't passed out in the process. Can you believe it, Whew. Travis? Uh, no, no, I can't. I can't. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I mean, I can kind of believe it because because we've been at this quite a yeah, while. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna put out a poll on Rick and Morty Pod at Rick and Morty Pod on Twitter. You let us know. Do you believe it? Can you believe it? <laughs> and uh, we uh, we're, we're yeah. interested to see what you guys uh, what unity you have to say. Please go follow us over yeah. on Twitter uh, at Rick and Morty. Yeah, Pod. yeah. At at Rick and Morty Pod. You can also follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast, Rick and Morty Podcast on Instagram, and send us an email, Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us lurking around the uh, the upper echelons of the internet uh, over at the Rick and Morty subreddit, Rick and Morty.reddit.com, or our subreddit, Rick and Morty Podcast.reddit.com. You can also get this podcast on our website, Rick and Morty Pod. Dot com or Rick and Morty podcast is 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 the redirect working, Brandon? I think I think so. Go ahead and test it out. Who knows? So you go test it out, Unity. Let us know if it's working. We'll, we'll, uh, we're we'll, also we'll put a poll over on twittercom slash Pod. <laughs> Can you get to rickandmortypodcast.com or not? Tune we'll in. see. Uh, you, you you can also follow along live at uh, our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm, where we go live every Monday night. Uh, you can also catch recorded versions of the video episodes at uh, youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe, do all the things, comment. You know, just let us know that you are here. Uh, finally, you can support the show. Uh, you can get a T-shirt at our T Public page, apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop, or uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash apatheticenthusiasm, where you can support the show directly. And uh, yeah, we we have projects. We have things that we're trying to do on Patreon. Maybe the files have been corrupted. Who knows? I blame <laughs> the turkeys. I, bl- I, bl- I blame the turkey overlords uh, for... I I try I tr- I tried putting the commentary out. There. I tried editing it this weekend, and I opened up Reaper, which is my digital audio workstation of choice, and it said cannot find the files. It could not find my files. I think what happened was uh, my my files or my space, my hard drive space was dangerously low, and so I sorted them by sort, sorted all my audio files because that's where a majority of my space goes. And clearly, those ones were in a spot where it was like no. Get rid of them. They're gone. They're gone. But good gone. news, like you ruined the second commentary. Uh, so it's really just important that we just go. Try, yeah. Try so we're again. just going to we're going to we're going to do a bunch of them. We should just binge watch season one and do the whole season in one go. Let's, let, let us uh, both take a vacation day and just and just do that all day long. Yeah. Yeah. And watch the Olympics in the background, because that's what I've been doing with the rest <laughs> of my time. Uh, all right. Uh, how, how is everything going? Everything good? Yeah. You, you feeling, feeling spry? You ready to rock and roll on a podcast? I'm feeling a little squirrely tonight. I think we should, I think we should get it on. Okay. I think we should, uh, I think we should get, I think you and I should get it on. We should do it together. Just and and display all of our passion while we do it. I, I think we'll get, I think we'll get banned on Twitch if we try that, but. 
in the meantime, let's uh, let's get this on. It's time for semi-pertinent news. It's semi-pertinent. It's semi-pertinent. It's semi-pertinent. I messed it up. It was like, semi-pertinent. News. Semi-pertinent. Semi-pertinent. News. Bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, flashback to last week. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah, sorry. Time, time for some important Sorry, news. everybody. I, uh, I could have used more energy job. on great. that. It's okay. We'll get there. It's, we have another segment that God. you could try to... Fuck. Oh, I'm such an idiot, Travis. Did you forget to record or something? No. I'm just, oh, I'm just so oh, mad. Just... just so mad I didn't have energy in that. <laughs> oh. I was really good. I was really confused for a second. Uh, all right. Uh, speaking of really having energy, uh, let's talk about San Diego Comic Con. Uh, for those of you that missed it, uh, San Diego Comic Con is back at home uh, this last weekend. Second second year in a row that San Diego Comic Con has been brought to you live ish uh, through their YouTube channel. And Rick and Morty was represented in a couple of different ways. Uh, we, we talked about this a few episodes ago, tried, tried to hype it up. But uh, I, I don't know. I got to be honest, Brandon, these these comic cons at home, they're, they're not they're not quite doing it for me. I, I, I'm really excited for some in-person cons. So everybody do the right thing and uh and let's 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 uh let's have some conventions here already that's right uh, you it's, watched it's the rick a, and morty it, panel i did watch the rick and morty panel yes sir i i put it on my phone as i was driving home and in, in on 405 traffic down down long beach way uh yeah I, I had it on i wasn't i wasn't watching it uh there, there were there were times where i'd catch some of the, the images and it seems like the mm-hmm. connections were never never very good but between everybody or it was just my internet connection it felt like it felt like it was very, very choppy and stuff like that the audio um, was fine it but seemed, it seemed relatively okay um if if you recall we we did have a bet uh on whether or not dan <laughs> Harmon would would appear from within his closet uh i in fact lost that bet and Woo! uh and and dan Woo! was in front of a window uh with with some window dressings in front of it. <laughs> I won the bet. I won the bet, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I and and I only took that bet because I was like, well, yeah, I think he's gonna be there too. Somebody has to bet against you. We can't we can't have That's right. We can't That's have right. a bet where both Although of us bet. For I did each find other. it funny that uh Sarah Chalk uh like assumed that Dan was in his closet <laughs> when they were talking about Emmys. And she's like, Oh, do you just have him there in the closet next to you? And he's like, Oh, I'm not in the closet. Uh, so yeah, uh, clearly they've done enough press for, for Rick and Morty together over the last year to assume that Dan was, <laughs> was in his closet. Um, but no, uh, uh, who, who do they have on, on the panel? They had, they had, they had uh, Scott Dan. Martyr, Dan Harmon, Sarah Chalk, Chris Barnell, and Spencer Grammer hosted by Brandon Johnson. That's right. That's right. And uh, yeah, uh, it, it was, yeah, it was it was it was it was okay, right? Uh, it, it, this this by far wasn't the the worst panel that we've seen from the Rick and Morty gang. Uh, the the thing that I continually go back to, they they had some conversations about stuff throughout season five. They didn't talk about Planetina at all, but they did. They talked about uh, all the other episodes leading up to episode five. Um. Not a whole lot of substance. There were some kind of interesting bits. The The question about them focusing more on the family in these episodes, I thought, was felt felt fairly pertinent um, yeah. until this late, latest episode. Uh, but um, but my thing is, is, is these these panels, they have to they, they should say something. They should have some kind of content for us to like look forward to. Right. That's. That's what you go to Comic-Con for. That's what you go to panels for. You go to like, you hear about how the writing is or all this type of stuff. And then they treat you with, with behind the scenes or like sneak peeks of, of stuff. 
And that's not what we've seen from these these panels, with the exception of uh, they did show us the Nimbus animatics, I think, uh, last last year. Um, yeah. yeah. But uh, also, Roiland's never there anymore, except for the special guests, Rick and Morty at the end. There's like a bug flying into my face. It's, <laughs> it's incredibly distracting. David. I didn't. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know yeah. if, if that was you <laughs> being like, yeah. No, you're right. Like responding, Stop talking. responding weird to your to your your points. <laughs> no, I uh, I I thought that was very interesting. That and you bring that up that that Royland was not in the panel, although Rick and Morty do appear at the end of the panel, and there's a quick little conversation with Rick and Morty in character, um, just still images of the characters, and then Brandon Johnson asking them a couple of questions. Uh, so obviously like Justin Roiland in some way involved in the panel, but uh, not actually participating as himself, um, which is unfortunate. Love to love to hear from Justin and, and see how he's doing. So um, yeah, overall I, there are things that we miss in these panels. You don't get the fan questions. You, you, um, but I mean, I appreciate all of them taking the time to do that. Yeah. Uh, there were some some really funny uh, comments from from some of the the cast members and things. So if you did miss it, good news, everything is on YouTube. You can go to <laughs> just search Comic Con twenty twenty one on YouTube. You can catch all of the panels to include Rick and Morty versus D and D, the actual play. Uh, which I had never heard that term before, actual play, but this is essentially what Critical Role or The Adventure Zone or any other, you know, D&D type podcast does where they actually play D&D uh, live or pre-recorded for an audience and you get to watch them play D&D. In yeah. this case, playing the Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons, or I guess it's the other way around, Dungeons and Dragons versus Rick and Morty uh, set. So, So this was... What they were playing, uh, they had written by Patrick Rothfuss and uh, illustrated by Troy Little, I think, something like that. Um, and, and, uh, Troy, and Troy Little was on the was on the, was in their playing. He may have been the the DM, um, but I but I know like he, I know Jim Zub was in there. I think, oh, yeah. I think Jim Zub was the was the DM. Okay, okay, okay. Um, we we both we both had the game. We we wanted to play it. We we asked folks if they wanted to play it before. But life takes its toll, and life makes it hasn't all happened yet. I want to play it. Uh, I want to play it so bad, yeah. Brandon. We should just play it. We, okay, like, we cut the episode. Let's just play D and D right now. All right, call up John. He, he can figure out a DM and, and add all the assets to uh, VTT yeah. Foundry. Uh, but uh, no, that that's cool. We we want to do that. I think that that's really awesome that they, that they ended up doing that. Uh, there was, there's also a bunch of other stuff at that San Diego comic-con at home that is unrelated to, to Rick and Morty, not even semi-pertinent, uh, but go out and check it out if, if you're interested. Moving, moving on to some other stuff. We, we got a, we got an, we got an interesting email here the other day, Travis. I'm not oh, sure yeah. if you saw it. Oh. I'm not sure if you saw oh, it. I saw it. Oh, I oh. saw it. It's uh it's from the I think C- I sent it to you. <laughs> I think I saw it and sent it to you. <laughs> It's from the CEO. I think I was at work. It's from the CEO of Digital Dream Labs, old Jacob Hanshar, and it's a picture right. of the butter robot that they are building. It is. It's like the production model now, or the pre-production yes. model, and it it is much bigger than I thought it was going to be. I was expecting something fairly small, maybe like like you fit in your your hand, but maybe it's like not more than like two three inches tall. No, nah, this this thing, the thing, pretty big. Yeah, it it is pretty big, and I mean, I guess this is so it can effectively pass butter. Um, but uh, yeah, it it looks great. Um, those of you catching the episode on video, you can see the picture here. Jacob holding it up. Uh, yeah, it it looks really good. I think. I mean, there's this is. I don't know if it's like the final version, but it's definitely ready to start. Um, tooling and and doing the things. If if you caught our our interview with Jacob with a with the update on on what's going on with Butter Robot, um, this is this is very encouraging to see. So, um, if you are a pre order person for for the Butter Robot, exciting news for you. And uh, if you're not, well, I mean, sucks suck. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> sucks sucks to suck. Too too bad. So sad. But hey, 
you're not alone. We also didn't uh, pre-order it. Yeah, so, we didn't pre-order either. So, but, but it looks really cool, and I can't wait to see it actually in action with all of the features that uh, we've talked to Jacob about. So, that's right. Uh, that's your that's your Butterbot update. And speaking of Butterbot <laughs> updates, it is now time for the Reddit post of the week. The Reddit post of the week. Da 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 da. Brought to you by Reddit. This Reddit post of the week is by user obvious recognition 75 with a post entitled life's tough <laughs> with 27.4 thousand upvotes it's an image it's a it's an article it says a self-driving freight truck just drove across the country to deliver butter it made the daunting 41 hour trip from Tulare California to Quakertown Pennsylvania it's got a picture of the truck and then underneath it's a picture of the robot, the butter robot saying, oh, my God. <laughs> 27,000 up. Uh, hey, good job. Good job, you, man. Yeah. Almost 249 comments. Head out to uh, the Rick and Morty subreddit, and maybe you could be the 250th comment. Uh, just let them know uh, International RSS sent you, huh? How about that? <laughs> just let, uh, just all let right. them know. Just let them know. But uh, th- thank you, social media. Speaking of... <gasps> It's the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute, Travis. Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. <laughs> uh, like I, I got I to tell you, that was probably better we're, than mine. Today. We're bringing the fire tonight. What can I say? It's, it's, uh, it's a hype episode. All right. Uh, this is a picture of Dan Harmon in a mask. Uh, Dan Harmon posting <laughs> on his Instagram Uh Today marks six weeks of no sugar. Six weeks is the maximum lifespan of a corpuscle. Uh, I don't know how to say that. Uh, So 100% of my blood's population should be healthy little Zoomers that think veggies are a treat and fame is civil service. Uh, My big fantasy is that while I'm driving home, a lab will call and say, Mr. Harmon, your body is in a state of hyper health right now. You need to pull into the nearest drive through immediately. Uh, so big takeaway here, Dan Harmon off sugar for six weeks. Wow. Congratulations, Dan. Yeah, uh, way to stay healthy. Um, when was the last time you had sugar, Brandon? Two seconds ago. Because I believe <laughs> I believe that this Q Spectacular Tonic has sugar in it. Oh, well, there you go. I had a bowl of uh, Captain Crunch with Crunchberries prior to recording. So yeah. uh, I also have not gone without sugar for six weeks. So Nine grams. You know I've confirmed it. You know, it doesn't have sugar. The unofficial sponsor of this podcast, Topo Chico. Topo Chico. Uh, this, is, this is the last bottle in the fridge and most likely the last time I'll mention it on the podcast. Topo you, Chico. The, uh, the, actually, the last, the last thing that I had without sugar was Loot Crate. You can find yours at LootCrate.com. Please use the code RMP15 to get 15% off of your first Loot Crate. LootCrate.com. Now, Bra- now, now Brandon, is that, code, is that code RMP or RNP15? Ooh, good question, Travis. It's R, M as in Michael, P as in Peter, 15.com. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Morty podcast 15 50% off lootcrate.com get a crate uh, as soon as I send one to Brandon he'll unbox it for you and I'll post it on YouTube promise that'll happen promise that's a real thing <laughs> uh, okay that's that's it for semi pertinent news if you have news stories if you see things on the internet send them to us and we'll talk about it on the show it is now time for a thanksploitation spectacular it's time for the main thing it's the main thing <laughs> it's when you go in for the second verse or whatever that that's always what gets me yeah <laughs> yeah Grew gaka goo gak goo gak. I want grew gaka goo gak. I wanted to avoid. I wanted to do turkey stuff. I'm like, don't do turkey stuff. That's too. It's too obvious. But you need more energy than the last song. You should have. You should have sang the traditional Thanksgiving song uh, in America that we sing every Thanksgiving. Turkey, turkey. Grew gaka. <laughs> 
All right, let's uh, let's get into it. Speaking of speaking of turkey, let's get into the episode. We're talking Rick and Morty's Thanksploitation Spectacular. It is season five, episode six. It aired on July 25th of 2021, written by James Siciliano, uh, directed by first-time director of Rick and Morty, Douglas Einar Olsen. It guest stars Keith David, of course, as the president, Timothy Oliphant, uh, who you might recognize from Justified or Hitman or he was, I think he was in uh, Live Free or Die Hard. He's done a bunch of stuff that no one's ever seen before. Uh, but he 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 played uh, the the soldier who turns himself into a turkey. Troy Baker is there. Don Lewis, Nolan North, another famous voice actor, and Kari Walgren was was also in the mix there. Bernopsis wise, gobble gobble, bruh. Rick and Morty giving thanks in this one. What's our synopsis, Travo? Uh, just in time for the hottest part of summer, it's time for the Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> uh, classic, that hot back summer. Classic gotta, summer. Gotta get the Thanksgiving on the table. Why don't we have um, more Thanksgiving yeah. in, in summer? We should have like, we should, Thanksgiving should be maybe like semi-annually, I, I think. Another excuse to eat a lot of yeah. food. No, no reason not to give, I, like, like as Americans, we need excuses to eat lots of food. Uh, we have, we have. I don't know, Fourth of July, Labor Day, Memorial Day. We got we got plenty of reasons to yeah. eat lots of food, but in the summer. But we got to keep the, the the turkey population low. <laughs> yeah, have- you never know when they're going to rise up and and revolt against <laughs> the United States. Uh, so yeah, but that's why that's why we have Subway. Eat eat fresh. Uh, you can get a five dollar foot long turkey <laughs> sub sponsored by Stephen Curry. Uh, Steph Curry, yeah. Steph- Steph, Stephen, Tom Brady, what, whoever. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, they're all, yeah. What, what, they're all, sl- they're all slinging what? sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> all right, so um, yeah, the title reference pretty straightforward in this one. Uh, the titles in reference to to what happens in the episode. It's uh, <laughs> it is a Thanksgiving spectacular. Um, so yeah, this is uh, I don't know, it's a weird theme. Like it, it's definitely a Thanksgiving episode. This is sort of a a reoccurring theme now where we're getting holiday specials of Rick and Morty that in no way correlate to the actual holidays that they represent. Do you think this is, do you think this is just like an obscure like meta joke that the show is doing now where they're like, yeah, we'll do a Christmas episode in the middle of fall. We'll do a a Thanksgiving episode in July. It doesn't really matter. Like, We'll just do whatever in in Ar- in Arbor Day episode in <laughs> I would I would have to Arbor Day's not I'd, I'd I'd have to go back and look at uh, the original air date for um, Anatomy Park right because that that's a Christmas episode at its core yeah I don't yeah. I don't remember when that was was aired certainly not on Christmas Day no way no how certainly I know not I know you're I know you're looking it up. But uh, but I'm but I'm interested you. in the the off season joke of having a a a, a holiday episode. Um, All right. Well, Anatomy Park aired December sixteenth. Yeah, not close. Twenty thirteen wasn't on Christmas uh, Day. The next episode, uh, M Night Shyamalan's, January thirteenth, almost a month apart. So so it was the closest to Christmas. No, it's not the for same. season one. Not the um, same. Man, I fault the creator. 2013. 2013. That was so long ago. That was, that was that, forever. That ago. was at least five years ago. At, at least. least. At least. <laughs> well, any, 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 anyway, so yeah, uh, clear, I think this is the, the last time they associated. Uh, that was the last time they associated a holiday with its holiday episode. This one is clearly. No, absolutely not. What's the Snake Jazz episode? What What, what episode is that? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, that was that was that, season's greetings. Episode. That is, yeah, that's definitely a a Christmas episode. Yeah, you're right. You're I'm right. Gonna, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> it's uh, this this Rattlestar this... Rattlestar Galactica was December fifteenth. So yeah, so those are both correlating with uh, so they with they holidays. They respect Christmas, but they don't respect America's birthday. <laughs> yeah yeah they, they they couldn't give us the fourth uh, of july episode we needed uh pop quiz for you a little trivia yeah. time for brandon sure. 
Who who wrote Rattlestar Rick Lactica? Oh. Season five. Ooh. Or season four. Uh I uh, Jeff Loveness? No. Oh no, no. Ah, um, damn. Who who wrote this episode? Oh, James Siciliano. That's right. Yeah. He's 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 becoming the holiday guy in Rick and Morty. <laughs> They're like, hey James, we need an, we need another holiday idea from from your bag of holiday. <laughs> he has like a little like a, a little uh, card, like one of those phone number Rolodexes of just like holiday ideas. He's like, All right, check this out. Hardened <laughs> turkeys. <laughs> He's just breaking stories in the writer's room and his and instead of a notepad, he has a calendar. And he's like, All right, all right, here's the deal. Hear me out. Hear me out. Martin Luther King Day. What do what do you guys think? Uh yeah, he's 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 just he's just uh, I don't know. It's, okay, grandparents I, I like the day. All right. Rick is a Rick is a grandpa. Why don't we have a story centered around grandparents' day and how uh he thinks all other holidays are stupid. But he expects them to respect him on this particular day. Um, please don't. Well, I'm going to write that down. That's actually a pretty good. That's a pretty good Rick and Morty concept. We <laughs> we may see that in the next sixty episodes or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, Once we get all right. Hired. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let, what, do, uh, what do you think about holiday episodes in general? Do you, you for them? You against them? You do care? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it elevates the content of whatever they're they're talking about, sure, sure. Holiday episodes work for me. Uh, I, I, I I'm calling it now. This is going to be rewatched by by thousands of Rick and Morty fans every Thanksgiving. Now <laughs> they're going to go back and watch the Thanksploitation Spectacular. It's going to be I'm, a Thanksgiving tradition. That you said thousands and not <laughs> millions. No, nope, uh, nope. And I was aiming high, like I thought maybe hundreds, tens <laughs> of hundreds. I watch into I watch Minority Report on Fourth of July. I probably yeah. won't watch this every Thanksgiving, but, um, all right, well, let's, 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 let's talk a little bit about, well, I, I, you asked the question about, uh, themed episodes. Uh, this is a Thanksgiving special. How do you feel about that in the middle of July? We're in, at the end of July now. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's bizarre to have a, I th- think a Thanksgiving themed episode, not around Thanksgiving, but also, when you consider the production schedule and the 10 episode run that we're getting for season five, we are not necessarily going to have an episode in November. I I think that's overly optimistic to think that season six would come back by November. I, I, I think this, this season's going to run into September, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. If if the math is correct. So so yeah, so if you're gonna do a Thanksgiving episode and you have, I I like the idea. I li- I like the absurdity of the turkey pardon, and as as like an idea in general. And so for them to run with that, I I don't mind necessarily that it's not a Thanksgiving time of year. And I think now so many people rewatch episodes throughout the year. It could in fact, be something that we're like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Let's watch the Thanksgiving Rick and Morty episode. Just like just like the Thanksgiving Charlie Brown episodes, right? Like you just <laughs> go back and you watch it. Well, I, I think there's a there is a certain piece of how things become tradition and how things become watched over and over again that you can't you can't force it other otherwise it 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 doesn't it has to take a life of its own. Same thing with with um movies that have achieved cult status where yeah where like john carpenter's the thing was a box office bomb in 1981 when it came out but over time people have grown to appreciate its brilliance and i do say brilliance <laughs> uh over, over time uh if if an episode or a movie sets out to be that kind of tradition i don't think it i don't think it gets to the the same the same uh status i don't think i don't think yeah. it does look I, at the movie independence lo- day uh, nobody watches that on independence day i mean i don't i don't know that that's true i'm sure somebody watches it <laughs> somebody did, that's yeah. like really into fx or something like probably watches it but uh or the, or the usa network i don't know <laughs> they probably watch the cable cut version of it um i watched it yeah i'm not i'm not ashamed I know you watch it. Um, I think <laughs> I really, saw it in theaters that weekend. Damn it. The, I saw the, it in theaters. 
Here's here's the long term here's the long term bet, Brandon. Will Adult Swim rerun this episode in the third week of November this year? Oh shit. Um yes. I don't think they'll do this one specifically. I don't think that it'll be themed after this episode, but I think it will play only because Adult Swim plays Rick and Morty marathons every other day. Nonstop, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. What do you think about turkey pardons? How do do you feel about the tradition of pardoning a turkey in the United States? I didn't put this in the the Reddit uh, discussion post stuff, but... I think it is it is a very very strange tradition. Um, I, I honestly don't know even know the history of the the turkey pardon. I just know it started, and every year a president pardons a turkey like they have rights, and we're not going to kill them anyways, and <laughs> and eat their their precious turkey flesh. You know, it's 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 strange. It's a little morbid to to be honest. It's like. Uh, it's it's like Sophie's choice of 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 things where it's like uh you know like a a turkey mother is looking at her turkey kids and being like pardon pardon one of these hundreds of turkeys uh and and kill the rest of them right like that's a difficult decision to make as a turkey you can't you can't do that you can't do that it's morbid it's morbid i i i want you to know brandon that the uh, the turkey presentation ceremony, uh, dates back to the 1940s. So not even a hundred years. Um, but that these, the turkeys were usually slaughtered and eaten, uh, prior to the 1970s. Uh, but in the 1970s, it became standard practice to spare the turkey. So really only since the seventies has the turkey pardoning, uh, really become been a thing, <laughs> and uh, the it was the uh, presidency of George H. W. Bush when it became a tradition, uh, if, to to pr- issue a ceremonial pardon, uh, to the to the turkey, which of course is is the loophole that Rick exploits in this episode, breaking any number of federal crimes, and then finagling his way into being pardoned by the president by assuming the role of the turkey in the turkey pardon. So, so, the, so the first president to do that was FDR then? Uh, well, so... No, I, it, it, this says the National Thanksgiving turkey presentation is a ceremony that takes place at the White House every year shortly before Thanksgiving. Uh, the president is presented with a live domestic turkey by the National Turkey <laughs> Federation. Uh, usually males of the broad-breasted white variety. The early years also included a joint presentation with the Poultry and Egg National Board. That's that's for you fun. That's fun fact for you folks at home. Uh, it does date back to the 1940s. However, those turkeys were usually slaughtered and eaten, with some exceptions, prior to the 1970s. So from 1940 to the 70s, they they just eating them turkeys. They're like, like they 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 <laughs> they they would present the bird and be like, "Sir, this is the turkey that you're gonna eat later." And you'd be like, "All right." And then, and then in the 70s, they started to spare the turkey, and then be, the actual pardoning of the turkey started wow. with the Bush presidency, um, and has carried on since then. Okay, so. okay, so it's basically a tradition like any other in the US where it starts very very savage and and where we kill lots of things and then eventually we're like no this is a fun thing no this is tradition now oh everything yeah everything's hunky they love let's each make, other let's make paper hats about it and <laughs> oh, everybody'll be happy hey outline my hand these are the feathers <laughs> I'll put a yeah. turkey head my plumage my plume <laughs> my plume uh <laughs> Yeah, so so I think I think the absurdity of this tradition and the fact that it's something that Rick could use to uh, kind of get out of jail free every time he breaks federal law, um, I th- I think that's a good driving idea for an episode. Combine that with 
uh, some some Thanksgiving comedy. It's it's not really an A plot B plot sort of episode uh, like we got last week, um, which I don't know. I I feel like the pacing in this episode and the giant sperm episode, like sometimes it feels a little bit rushed. Uh, because there is so much going on, there's action sequences. They're they're moving the story along very quickly, and they only have about 22 minutes to to get everything in. Um, I I feel like I don't get to fully appreciate these episodes the first time I watch them. I, I think I think I have to. It does take a couple times to to catch some of the subtle jokes and other things that that seem to just be going by too quickly. Yeah, you're right. You're you're right. You're right about that. Uh, it's it. I. I can't recall feeling this way in earlier seasons. And I'm not saying that the earlier seasons are better, even though I enjoy them more. Uh, All I, all I say is that it feels like there's a lot of starting one way till the break. And then after the break going a completely different way. Um, I, I, this episode felt for the most part, kind of consistent with that. It started with turkeys. It ends with turkeys. There's a consistency there. But it does it does feel rushed where they want to get to the next the 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 next part of the the journey much quicker than than maybe it feels like they they feels like they flesh it out enough. Um, yeah, I, I will say that uh, there when with all these episodes in season five, the first time we watch them, I am always like, okay, what is what is I enjoyed it, sure. What is actually happening here? What are, what are they what are they trying to get at? Uh, so we do talk about themes a lot. The the Mortiplicity one that's the one that I have hardest time coming up with themes. But this this one to me, uh, as an as an American, uh, I it is it is it is kind of poking. This is their 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 criticism, their critique, their feedback. I don't want to say criticism. I just want to say their patriotic feedback of America and its traditions, how they've found their traditions, even with things like Summer saying, uh, you know, talking about genocide. And it's like, I don't know, I'm millennial. That's what I should, which I I thought was kind of like a weird throwaway because no, it was, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, it it is, it is, it's talking about like the troops, turning the troops into Turkey, even the post-credit scene, post-credit stinger of him having PT uh post traumatic blueberry disorder P- ptbd uh as as a as a turkey uh jokes about not getting paid in, paid enough for for medical and stuff like that uh the 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 soldier yeah, the, the the soldiers run away in the cornfield like i i think i did enough for my free education right yeah. that that mm-hmm. type of stuff uh, there there is that talk about heritage even when they they cut the 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 top off the washington monument like these are these are ingrained in the story of this episode, and yeah, although there's yeah. the, the absurdity of the turkeys, that is clearly there. Yeah, I, I I think the use of all of the national monuments and they and they definitely highlight a lot of them. Uh, def and and really Thanksgiving is a is a pretty American thing. It's 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 something. It's a, it's a gigantic holiday here, but around the world. Um, most people have no idea what we're celebrating or why we're celebrating it. Um, and so, yeah, every country around the world has a lot of countries around the world have their version of Thanksgiving, but our version of Thanksgiving is very clearly about the myth of Plymouth rock and, uh, the pilgrims meeting with Indians and like, Oh, we're all, we're all buddy, buddy. We don't hate each other. Let's have a feast together. And let's not ransack and and steal all your land and um <laughs> that that type of stuff. Yeah, and, and, and in the but go ahead. And in the most Rick and Morty way possible, this episode turns that story into a bizarre version of the past where dinosaur-sized turkeys roamed <laughs> the United States and two alien civilizations crash down uh and 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 join together through their mutual bond of hating the turkeys uh and their and their their costumes their 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 clothing uh 
rather rather reminiscent of Native Americans and and the pilgrims that uh, that we have you know made said paper hats and things in elementary school for for generations. So yeah, they <laughs> they they definitely twisted that. Obviously, there's a little bit of like some 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 just topping of national treasure references and things at the beginning and towards the end of the episode. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I thought, it, I thought it was very interesting how they sort of mashed all of those themes together what do you, what uh, do you, to create. What, what do you, what do you, what do you think about There's a, a critique I've seen about Rick and Morty uh, with, with the season specifically with starting with like a conceit and, and doing the conceit poorly. Uh, I've, I've seen also like mentioned about heist movies. Do you, uh, the, 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 the critique for this episode was they started with a national treasure and like the, they didn't even, it wasn't like it was, it was poor commentary on uh, like a parody or spoof of national treasure. Do you think that was the point? Like uh, of, of this episode, like, spoof national treasure. Cause they did have it no. at the end with like the, yeah. uh, the crypt of the new world or whatever. I don't think that was the driving force behind it. Like if they had set out to do a national treasure episode, I think, I think it would have looked a lot different. It would have been much more heisty and things like that. But I mean, the movie national treasure is just an American themed heist, right? (laughs) Like that's, and they've, they've done, they've done a heist episode. They've done, um, I mean, they've done some other episodes like that. So I, I don't, I don't know that that was the goal here. I think the, and honestly, there was a part of me when it first started where I was like, are they going to do like a Pickle Rick thing? Like, is he just going to be a turkey in this episode? Like, is that, <laughs> is that, oh, look at me. I turned myself into a turkey. I'm Turkey Rick. Woohoo. Like, so I think, I think they were able to balance that well where they had the turkey stuff up front and then they kind of moved away from that, brought in the superhuman turkey people at the end uh so just really playing with those different types of turkeys throughout i'm saying turkey a lot in this podcast <laughs> well you 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 put it in our twitch announcement that we we're talking turkey you weren't lying you weren't lying to him you weren't lying i'm lying <laughs> uh, uh yeah and then again this episode was a another battle between rick and the president of the united states uh, voiced by Keith David again, wonderfully done. Uh, at this point, is is Keith David a series regular now? Like, can we just can we just call that? Like, <laughs> he's I think he's been in three episodes already in season five. Uh, it's I don't know. It's it's I mean it's he's great, but I don't know. It's just it kind of I'm ready for Rick to fight somebody else. Like I'm ready I'm ready for Rick to fight someone other than the president. Yeah, yeah. Wait, well, I think I think this episode was a good way to get after your wish, Travis, because this this brought them together. It it, it separated true. their differences. They gave thanks and they made up over bread, and also calling Jerry a dumbass. <laughs> and, yes, and, and mashed mashed potatoes. Uh, Rick gets his pardon. Now they're they're kind of friends again. This is this is like in my mind they were they're friends who. They they got into a feud over something, and they they're both too stubborn to admit they're they're wrong. But in this case, Beth told him to shut up, and then they fed they fed him Jerry's uh, uncooked turkey or <laughs> raw, not fully cooked. Turkey. Always always fully cook your turkeys, everybody. Um, any other thoughts on theme here? Or I mean, I think no, I think I, we've already extrapolated quite a lit. Uh, quite I, a bit from I from, think that's from this it. I think that's it. it <laughs> the 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 big the big the big thing was just a, a critique about uh, even like a, they they make the joke with FDR about mythologizing politicians. Uh, the, the joke about Turkey, the Turkey president, uh, the giving giving Congress its third pay raise in like a day, six hours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. Right. That, that's right. That's uh, right. Showing that Congress and politicians are just more into the money than they are into the uh, the general well being of their populace. Um, yeah, there was the, there was that one line from Rick that is something to the effect of governments are just uh, job placement programs for like the people that are in them or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean. They just kind of breed more politicians that then continue to do the same sorts of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, you 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 look at the people who are 
who have, are in politics, who even the, the Bushes, right? The Bushes were in there. Uh, I know that uh, Huckabee, uh, Sarah Huckabee is running in Arkansas. Uh, even um, uh, Chelsea Clinton is, uh, she is, uh, you know, entertained stuff. The, the, these are, these are, you know, it's, it is a, it's a mill of, of uh, parents and, and children going through the political process. The Kennedys, right? They're all, they're all there, whatever. Let's get away from politics. Uh, you know, I, I can, I can, uh, you know, whatever. Best worst parts, Travis. And, let's let's. Uh, one, one, one of the best parts, and I know this was one of the best parts because you stopped in the middle of the episode to to, to text me about it. Uh, is "Turn in Turkey"? This is the original <laughs> song featuring Jason Page and Ryan Elder, uh, close personal friend of the show, Ryan Elder. Uh, this is this was the the musical interlude that uh, this was played over the montage as the Marines were heading off leaving their homes and their pregnant wives and their pickup trucks to go and turn into a turkey, hoping their DNA is backed up so that when they are done being turkeys, they can be Marines again. Um, yeah, a very, very country vibe to this song. Uh, what, what, what did you think about the new original song? Oh, man, I, I listened to this uh, three or four times on the, on the way home from work today. And just, and just, and just the way Jason Page does his 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 country twang and talk talks about gobble gobble <laughs> this is like goes into that 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 country uh soul saying gobble gobble it 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 gets me it's perfect it is perfect yeah yeah um and and the, and the lyrics I, I meant to write the lyrics down but the lyrics are 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 great too uh talk talking about lincoln logs and apple pie you're yeah you're Lincoln 911 logs or something and <laughs> which which not not in the actual episode you got to actually go out to Spotify or or wherever you you get your streaming music and uh and check out the full version much much like uh Ryan Elder has done with uh some of the other songs from this season and seasons uh previous to this one you he he's created a full song you don't, not just a, a small snippet uh so if you go listen to the full version of turn and turkey there's an there's a whole nother uh like verse at, at the beginning and and it's uh it's i don't know it's interesting go go check out the song it's go, good stuff go, go check it out you you put uh because this is in our best worst parts portion of the discussion uh which is we will only mention this on this episode you you put here kind of dark post credit scene there. What, what do you what do you mean by that, Travis? Well, I mean I mean the way mean? that the, the way that I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's this is a comedy podcast. Uh, so yeah the uh the the spilled blueberries where the marine has his his PTSD moment and he. His his wife comes back from choosing between kibble and Captain Crunch or, or I don't know strawberry <laughs> smiggles whatever they ended up with, uh and and he's he's pecking at those blueberries and you have all the commentary in the background of like ah oh, what's wrong with him I'm not paying for his medical care and all this stuff oh, just yeah. just like just like a whole lot of of really like politicized commentary. Uh, and like she's the wife is just crying with her baby at the end. Uh, yeah, yes. I mean, it's kind of dark and uh, and kind of sad. Um, yeah. So, he, he, but yeah, he, he says, uh, you know, they can't afford health care. They have to buy more missiles. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good line for by Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the first Rambo is is a great film. The story too, talking about you know how people treat treated. Vietnam veterans coming back from the war. Rambo, First Blood, great movie. Check it out. In the original, Check in the original story, uh, I believe he... Uh, Available wherever you can find Rambo. Stallone, um, our- <laughs> Dennehy, Brian Dennehy. It's, it's great. It's great. We'll do, a, we'll do a Rick and Morty podcast just on that movie. Okay. Just, just about... Well, eventually we have to get back into uh, apathetic enthusiasm at some point. So, you know, just just write it down. Write write down Rambo. Right. Uh, I I am creating a new segment. Uh, this is I mean it's not a segment. We're still in the main thing. But uh, this is this is our <laughs> interdimensional cable bit. Uh, it 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 seems that uh, two episodes is like a coincidence. 
but six episodes seems like a trend here. We have gotten one uh, interdimensional cable type clip in every episode this season. This episode being no exception is as Jerry is eating his Thanksgiving dinner at the table. He has the TV on and he is watching a Carly Co- a Charlie Kaufman reboot of Wizard of Oz. Uh, there's there's some dialogue in the background, uh, like saying that one of you wants courage, which is like a a personality trait while the other two want actual human organs or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's uh, right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, then, so, and, then, and then the Tin is. Man is, is, is typing. Uh, and uh, yeah, like, like adaptation, like that movie adaptation with Nicolas Cage, which I haven't seen, but oh. yeah. Uh, anyway. Lost in trans, not lost in translation. Um, yeah, I, this one, this one, the, the, the thing that I've seen on Reddit is is that like this one is it feels fam more Family Guy ish. It seems like a Family Gish, Family Guy ish aside. If it was in the background, it would have been sure. one thing. But then they showed the, the Tin Man uh, typing as Nicolas Cage and and then some yeah, folks like I, that. I, I could I could see how these interdimensional cable clips, if they continue to do it in this style, would almost start to feel like a like a Family Guy cutaway sort of aside because they're so non-pertinent to the rest of the story most of the time and it's they just find an excuse to turn on the tv once every episode uh the other part of this is i don't know if that was supposed to exist in another reality or not because it it's immediately interrupted by the news showing that the president is going to turn you know, all of the turkeys into oh, call. super, super humans. But anyway, that's your interdimensional cable bit. <laughs> uh, and it's now time for us to to rattle off our laundry list of favorite bits uh, from throughout the episode. Little little observations and things uh, that we enjoyed from this episode. My first one is Rick's RC car, uh, which which happens in the cold open. I think it's the first thing to come through the portal. Uh, shoot Shooting some some webbing or sacks of some sort over, over the security <laughs> cameras. Uh, and, and Rick's just kind of, you know, driving the car. He's got the little green, you know, control thing with the wheel on the side takes me back. Um, but I just like that Rick uses an RC car, uh, as a gadget to try and, to try and break <laughs> it and steal the declaration of independence. He, and that little RC car shoots, uh, like little watermarks on two of the statues that are surrounding the constitution in their crotch area. Yeah. It makes them look like they're yeah. peeing. Like they peed their pants. Yeah. Call me Miles Davis, right? Uh, yeah, on 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 that on that subject, at the end of the episode, they're driving a a remote controlled version of an at at. And uh then they make you mean the an at at Brandon? <laughs> That's what the millennials call it. What do you what do you we've we've had this we've had this argument before, or at least this discussion. You you call As, it at at. As an elder millennial, I, I do call it an ATAT. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we have had this discussion and you're wrong. It's an ad at. It is an ad okay. at. Why why would you why would you All say right. ATAT? That, that's an you're adding an extra hyphen. You're actually adding two extra hyphens. That 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 lengthens the what's, name of it. What's what's the name of that uh, little blue robot that rolls around in every Star Wars movie? Well, R2, R2-D2? R2-D2 is a different thing. You can't say be like R2. Oh, or, R2, or, C3, or, or C-3PO. Yeah. Or any any other thing in Star Wars where every how, how, letter how, how is would, spelled out. Those are those are all consonants. You say the PO, don't you? C-3PO. Okay, what do you, you say the O. C-3. Yeah. 3PO. So what do you call, what do you call the two-legged walker in Empire or, uh, yeah in uh return of the jedi on on endor the little two-legged walker what is that called that's called the atsist everybody knows that get out of here the podcast is over (laughs) get out of here nobody calls it an atsist whatever whatever speaking speaking of things with atst is what it's called because it's an atat no nobody calls it atat because that's not what it's called it's called that at uh all right that's of, your that's your call to action this week uh let us know what you guys call <laughs> that's it that's another um, survey that we're gonna have uh, a poll <laughs> over on twitter at rick and morty pod uh things with legs fdr spider uh, i <laughs> speaking of, we we thought of we thought of the thing that walks the most 
right? Or yeah, it? yeah. The, we asked ourselves, "What walks the most?" <laughs> ah, I love that line. Love that line. Um, uh, the the mirroring of the turkey plan. I I, I like the way that they directed the scene where, where Rick is explaining his plot to become a turkey and the way that they cut back and forth with the president's uh, scheme to, to, to trick Rick. And uh, I just, I just really liked the way that that was, uh, that was all executed. Very, very good stuff. The, you, you have here, that will be important later, which is reference to the pill that, that, that the, uh, the U S armed forces, they, they, they take. And then the president takes, it was important later. It got it got swallowed by a non-president turkey, uh, which jump started yeah. the rest of the episode. I like I like that. They... I just like how they keep foot stomping that. They're like, this will be important <laughs> later. That'll be important later. Yeah. Like, I, I when you're watching like an action movie and they reiterate the same thing several times, uh, this is very much the same sort of thing, except they're they're just being very on the nose about it, which I like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what I what I like was when the the turkey that wasn't the president turned into the president with the DNA. It was very, very reminiscent of uh, Cronenberg's The Fly uh, when when Brundlefly first like appears in the uh, the, the teleporter. And he's kind of like kneeling down. And it's got the smoke kind of raising up from him. I thought it, I thought it was so great as far as a body horror perspective, a Cronenberg body horror perspective. That that little that little scene of the president and. and- <laughs> It was like a little and just a little all, plume on his butt crack. Yeah, yeah. All all the animation of of those transformations was just kind of very Cronenbergy and like just kind of warped and looked like they're tortured for those moments as they as they transition between forms. So um, I don't know. I thought kudos to kudos to the animation team for for all of those. Um, I found it hilarious the the turkey marines that were freaking out about their larger field of vision. <laughs> this doesn't like the simulation, sir. Uh, the 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 one that just couldn't hold it together because he had two hundred eighty <laughs> degrees of vision. Uh, what, that I really like that joke. What was great? What was great about that too was visually they they made it letterbox. They made it they made mm-hmm. it widescreen. Uh, it, which which is something I didn't I didn't notice right away. I was like, oh, they just made it sepia. I'm like, oh, that's great. But then I'm like, oh no no they 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 put the black bars on the top of the screen to change the perspective of uh, what they could actually see. So I thought that was I yeah that was, they they're actually showing like everything 280 degrees around the 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 turkey, which was which was really interesting was to good, see. I thought good, that was cool. That was a good touch. Uh, to, uh, we 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 said it a couple times. My plume. That was a great line by by Rick. Um, let's see. Uh, you get the official farm the, transport pen for turkeys that might that might get pardoned. What what do you mean by that? Yeah. So 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 this was like a running gag throughout. Um, and it was a visual gag. They didn't actually talk about it. But when uh when Rick and Morty first go to the the. I don't even think Rick and Morty go to the farm. The, the the turkey marines go to the farm, but there's a water tower that says that's like the official farm for turkeys that may get pardoned by the president. <laughs> and then it was like turkey transport, which was the official transportation uh, method for turkeys that may get pardoned. And then even like the turkey pen was like... Uh, holding turkeys for pardon since like 1870 or like so so there's just all these visual like like signs like of these official places just kind of reiterating the absurdity of the entire turkey pardoning process uh, that there's all these official official means for for facilitating the turkey pardon process i i i loved it i thought it was good i i I loved it um yeah uh, i know i know that there's a a couple other things that you kind of uh gravitated yeah. did towards you, did you just try to did you just try to spit in my face with no saliva glands <laughs> I, th- I thought that was great uh, it cracks me up every time i watch the episode um when when the president shouts out uh mary todd lincoln uh in 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 congress and a motorcycle flies out of the wall uh how many rick and morty fans will now go visit congress and try to shout out mary todd lincoln hopefully some <laughs> Uh, and then finally, the president's speech when he is trying oh, to, yeah. to rally the troops and uh, just the writing of that. What is the speech? Is it not just words? Is it lists? Uh, if I say it over again, like he just just the absurdity of that speech and the critique on speech giving in general. Um, I've got I just have two questions for you, sir. Lock and load. <laughs> Those are rhetorical. 
Lock and load. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Uh, so those those are some of our uh, favorite bits. Oh, the one other one that I didn't that it's just past the page break is when Rick tells Morty to cut the blue wire, <laughs> and inside the panel it's all blue wires. I love that they turn that trope on its head a little bit. Of yeah, what if they just use the same color wire for everything? <laughs> of uh, primary yeah. colors, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, th- those are those, uh, are, those yeah. are our favorite bits. Hit us up over on our social media for any of your favorite bits. That we're, we're talking Rick and Morty Pod over on Twitter. We're talking Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. Or if uh, if we post something over on Instagram, you can send us something there too. It, it's cool. And make sure you look out for all of those surveys that we talked about today because they're all going to be there. No guarantees they'll be there. But what will be there is RMP15 over at lootcrate.com. Wonderful transition, Brandon. Uh, all right, moving into our listener suggestions and short outs. These short outs coming to you from Twitter this week. Uh, first up, we have Cody Blue Carp, uh, who, who says, At Rick and Morty Pod, I am literally LOL, uh, taking this trivia of seasons one through four. Uh, on Rick and Morty, you guys that we did. This was uh, this is an episode that we did just prior to the start of season five. Uh, you guys should totally do trivia for season five. Maybe even split it up with episodes one through five and then five through ten. Uh, and then he mentions that he aced the trivia, obviously, but that it was so much fun. A couple of hashtags in there. Thank you, Cody Blue Carp, uh, for that. Uh, we love trivia. We it, we it is it is true. Uh, we it, love trivia. How about you? Maybe going into into the the post season, we'll do we will do a trivia episode. Hear me out. Hear me out, Travis. Maybe I well, I'm com- listening. I come up with with ten questions, ten trivia questions. You come up with ten trivia questions about season five, and we'll and we'll and we'll see how each other do. Is it try to like uh, stump each other, like cut the chut? Like, see who can stump the chut. And, <laughs> stump the uh, chut. Season five trivia. <laughs> yeah, we could. That, that that's what that's what it'll be. That's what it'll be called. I'm gonna no. write that. I'm gonna write that down so that we don't forget it. <laughs> Stay tuned for stump chet. the chut trivia at the end of season five. Uh, it's it's not to. It's not going to be anything like what color fingernail polish no. does does. No, it, it has to. It has to be doable. It has to be gettable. Uh, but yeah. I, th- I think we could do that. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Send your send your trivia suggestions to me because Brandon's gonna yeah. kick my butt. Send them this. to me at Barnyard Cruise on Twitter, and there him to send at Juggalmino. Juggalmino. Uh, spelt like it sounds. Uh, final final short out this week uh, goes to Stacy's Pop Culture Parlor. Uh, longtime friend of the show, uh, mentioning last week after our episode, nice to hear Rick and Morty pod coming around to Jerry's, uh, coming around to Jerry, but y'all, Jerry has always been the best. Now who wants to come watch Midnight Run with the director's commentary on? Uh, there, there was some back and forth. You obviously talking about, uh, that, that Midnight Run's a great movie, uh, I mentioned that uh, the factory tint settings are always too high or, or, or whatever, whatever it was. Um, but uh, yeah, then uh, what is she also goes on to say uh, that she always liked about Jerry's how he reacts to things like an actual normal person uh, in the earlier series. He was always the one who recognized how dangerous Rick is uh, for their family and isn't up his butt. <laughs> And isn't up his butthole. And also, if there was an alien invasion, I too would absolutely just crawl anxiously home in hopes I didn't get noticed. Uh, she just thinks he is so human and sweet. We're all Jerry's, whether you whether you want to admit it or not. And uh, going all the way back to that San Diego Comic Con panel, Chris Parnell's just the best. He's great. He's love, he is love just, Parnell. He is just the best. We, none of us are the smartest people in the universe. We are all Jerry's in our own special ways. And don't don't beat each other up, all right? We're all cool. We all pee our pants. Sure, sure. And on that <laughs> note, uh, let's go. Let's go ahead and uh, put an end to this episode. Thank you all so much for joining us. If uh, yeah, if you want to be part of the show, uh, you know, hit us up on any of those social media uh, links that we mentioned at the top of the show. You can also 
rate, review this podcast wherever you consume this material. Thank you so much to everyone that continues to support the show. Uh, and yeah, four more left. Four more in season five. Four more left. And it's, and if you want to finally hear what we have to say about the episode that all of you pirated uh, after Amazon accidentally leaked it, then uh, tune in next week. Just a week away. Just a week <laughs> away. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening, for watching. Uh, and until next time, I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. Thanks. Bye. Bye.